Hey. Happy New Year, junkies. Woo! Oh, wow. It's uh, a lot happening. Yeah, we're uh, coming back on a somber note. Episode 47. 47. It is January the 7th. 7th, yes. A whole week of uh, 2016 gone by already. Yes. I spent my first minutes of 2016 right in this area. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Good times with friends on, on New Year's Eve. It was the first time in like four years, five years, that I haven't had a DJ gig. It was nice. Yeah, I would not time. have traded it at all. So yeah, we should uh let's just jump right into it. Let's jump right in. So um let's start with the uh the lesser painful death. The big news of the end of the year. <laughs> um last time we taped together, um, before the Christmas show, um a couple hours after we finished taping, we got word that Scott Weiland passed away. I'm sure you guys obviously already know that. Um, it has been said that he accidentally overdosed. I hate when they say that. Accidentally. Accidental well, overdose. Yeah. I get it. But mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> Wyland had many opportunities to get clean. It's well known. Um, everyone is in Velvet Revolver has reached out to him multiple times. Yep. Um, he was never able to beat that habit, and it finally caught up with him. It's a shame. It is. You know, he's a Stone Devil pilot, so we grew up with them mid 90s staple yeah and there's you know and there's been you know i've seen him a bunch of times there's been solid performances and then you, there's other performances where you could tell you know he was he was aching yeah <laughs> um so yeah it's a shame it's uh you know i think uh you know he had some more to do yeah um when was that was it like uh maybe four or five years ago they did that last tour that came around to mohegan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually yeah because i saw them uh uh twice actually okay. come around to uh to Mohegan. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. I yeah. was at one of those. So, so yeah, and who knows? I mean, uh, you know, with with all uh, you know reunions and whatnot happening, uh, who knows if you know five years Stone Temple Pilots would have reunited with him? You never know. Exactly, if he was able to get clean. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, but you see some of those last those videos on YouTube for like the last couple of months, yeah. and it wasn't. It, it was wasn't, sad. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Not not fun. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, I don't even know where to start on this one. The I, I guess you say the the big death. The big death of 2015. Uh yes, on December 28th, we lost um one of our biggest influences here uh, at the Junkies Studio, uh Lemmy from Motorhead. Yes. Um so sad. Um it's rare that I get really emotional if a musician dies because usually it's a stupid drug overdose or something, but mm-hmm. um I mean, we all know this guy fucking lived rock and roll, man. He, we saw him two or three or four months ago, and yeah. you know he, he was older, he was sick, but he still fucking killed it. You know, um, it's it's sad to say, but we knew that night that that was going to be the last. Yeah, time we saw and I'm him. glad we went. I'm yeah. glad we didn't skip out on that one. Um, and w- and like I I said this to a couple other people. I'm I'm glad he didn't OD. You know, oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm glad he. You know, it sucks he died of, ultimately he died of cancer, but, right. you know, I'm glad he didn't go out like a cliche, like mm-hmm. all these other guys, because... The elements took him out. Yeah. Not not of his own doing. Exactly. And apparently he only found out two days before that he had uh, an aggressive cancer. It was, um, now, was it, it was brain cancer and something in his neck. Yeah, brain cancer and, uh, what is it, uh, lymph node? Okay, lymph, yeah. Lymph node in your neck, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it got, he was home playing video games, yep. and... 
passed away with uh, friends and family around him. So, and now um, this Saturday, they're going to live stream his memorial service yes, on I saw their that. YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, part of it will be at the Rainbow Bar and Grill, mm-hmm. where he sat frequented every night. Yeah, he has his own <laughs> little chair in the corner. And his video game. Um, and for that's for the public, but also broadcast is the private service mm-hmm. at the, um, I believe it's the Hollywood Hills Cemetery. Which is interesting because not, not, Many artists would get that kind of treatment just so just to show you um, the influence that he had on people and the love they had for him back. Yeah. yeah, apparently the memorial at the Rainbow got so big that they had to live stream it because mm-hmm. they just thousands of people. I mean, that place is probably the size of Toad's Place, right. you know, so thousands of people were planning on attending. So, yeah, we'll get our last final goodbye this Saturday, January 9th on, mm-hmm. on YouTube. We'll be watching that. And uh, side note to that, uh, because of uh, Lemmy's death, uh, Motorhead's Ace of Spades uh, has landed on the Billboard charts for the first time ever. Of course. Of course. How did, wait, did people not own Ace of Spades I, I, already? I, I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it says... Um, um, that uh, since his death, fans have been blasting Motorhead's music tirelessly so much that over um, that over 35 years after its release, Ace of Spades has hit number 12 on Billboard's Hot Rock Songs chart and number 24 on its Rock Streaming Songs chart. It's also landed at number 8 on the Hard Rock Digital Songs chart with 8,000 downloads sold, which is a 2,151% surge. <laughs> Wow. So, yes, quite interesting on that. You have to die to sell records, yeah. apparently. So, um, also, did you read they're trying to name a element after him? Yeah, uh, I have Yeah, I have that have in my that notes here. So, the um, scientists have recently discovered four new elements that are going to be on the periodic uh, table. Um, at least one of them they have noticed, at, uh, uh, have, uh, have noted, is a super heavy metal. That Motorhead fans are urging them to call Lemium. Yes. Lemium. But, um, however, there is a little resistance. I have the uh, the criteria here of how you can have that named. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, anyway, there's a whole uh, there's a whole criteria of things that have to be met before a uh, an element can be named after someone and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Lemmy meets one of the uh qualifications. So yes, here it is. The International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry has specific rules when it comes to naming elements, stating it must be named after a mythological concept, a mineral, a place or country, a property or a scientist. Uh, and as in uh, this 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 article I read goes on to say, as indicated in the statement above, Lemmy meets the qualifications having a star named after him. Nice. I guess he has a star named after him, which means basically the element could be named after the star. Oh, okay. So there's a loophole. Uh, the article I read goes on to say that uh, uh, in November of 2015, Henry Rollins had a muscular fireworm named after him and uh 
An ancient marine worm with jaws was named after King Diamond in 2012. So, uh, oh yeah, and apparently Lemmy had, had a fossilized worm named in his honor uh, in 2006. So apparently nice. they like to name worms and fossils after uh, rock stars. I want a fossilized worm named after me. <laughs> awesome. So that would be cool. That'd be, that, that'd be awesome. I don't think it's... Probably won't happen. Well, you anyway. know as well as I do how many petitions are on the internet oh, now. Yeah. There's a petition for everything. Yep. But uh, I signed the one for uh, the, <laughs> to get Lemmy. Uh, yeah, so get, did I. <laughs> get the uh, um, element named after him. Yep. All right. So next news topic that we need to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, we got word also that. Um, Ricky Rocket from Poison is battling oral cancer. Yes. Um, it doesn't. It sounds like they caught it in time. Um, it's a type of tongue cancer similar to the one Bruce Dickinson had, mm-hmm. which we all know um, he overcame, which is great. Um, it's caused by the human papillomavirus, and he has had nine rounds of chemotherapy and 35 rounds of radiation. So as of now, he is recovering, trying to strengthen up because he also hinted that they are thinking of a possible Las Vegas residency for Poison oh, in 2016 okay. at hmm. some point. So, um, cause I th- yeah, that'll make their um, 30th anniversary for Look What the yeah. Dragged In. You know, Michael Douglas uh, had something similar yes. with the human papilloma, what whatnot in, in his throat. And uh, and you know what he blamed it on, don't you? I do. Yeah, uh, He said it was oral sex, right? Yes. Um, yes. So. From him... him Munching on Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky bastard. <laughs> too much vagine. Yeah, too much Catherine Zeta-Jones vagine. <laughs> well, we were, we wish uh, Ricky Rocket a speedy recovery, and be careful who you go down on, because yeah. you might get uh, oral cancer. So, yeah. So, um... <laughs> Which one do you want to jump into next? Um... Oh, there's so much. Yeah. There's so much. Uh, let's jump into Motley Crue. Yes. Go ahead. So Motley Crue had their final, final, last contract signed, final show on New Year's Eve out in L.A. Yep. Um, you know, from uh, everything I read and every, all the clips I saw on YouTube, there lots of tears, lots of emotion, blah, blah, blah. But... I'm pissed off because I have in my hand the set list from that night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is the exact, exact same set list uh, that I saw when uh, uh, they came to Mohegan Sun on August 16th. And the same one I saw the following October. Right. Or the, uh, oh, yeah. And, at uh, Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Same exact set list. Right. And now, and, and I also looked it up. So I think they did three nights in LA. Mm-hmm. Same. Set list, same show, all three nights. Even their banter is the same. I noticed if you watch, uh, oh yeah, if you watch videos, which is kind of stupid, right? But Nikki comes out, talks about his knife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always have my fucking knife on me ever since I was twelve. But you'd think, you'd think their last show after how uh, the the amount of years that they've been a band would be something more than sixteen songs, a few of which. I can give a shit about. Let's go over the set list. We may have gone over this when I uh, saw them in August, but 
We'll talk about which ones we could throw away. So they open up with girls, girls, girls. Got to have that in the set. Yep. Wild Side. Got to have it in the set. Uh, third on the set, they did Primal Scream. I'd keep it. Yeah, I, you know, I'd give that a, a 75 out of 100. Uh, number four, Samuel Situation was a huge hit for them, so yep. that's going to be in. Uh, don't Go Away Mad, Just Go Away. Number six, in my opinion, could have been omitted, Smoking in the Boys' Room. But that was a get, get that was that. a hit for him for for them. Um, number seven looks that kill, which I'm pretty sure. Okay, I think there's there's two songs off of uh, off of uh, 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 shot at the devil. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right, then they did uh, motherfucker of the year. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Then uh, that was followed by uh, um, Nikki's speech, I guess. And then uh, number nine, they did Anarchy in the UK. So already your nine songs in, you do two covers. Yeah, that's on your did. last show ever. Then they go into Shout at the Devil, then into Louder Than Hell. Then uh, you got the drum solo, which we uh, we have seen the clips. Uh, the uh, the uh, cru- uh, Crucify got stuck. <laughs> last show, yeah, yeah. last show taping for a DVD. Crucify gets stuck. For three years, it's gone off without a hitch every night. Last show. Very fucking last show. <laughs> <laughs> so um, drum solo got cut a little short. He throws it over to uh, Mick for the guitar solo. Then we got Saints of Los Angeles. Get rid of it. I get rid of it. Uh, we're only on song 13. 13. Uh, they did Livewire. Gotta be in the set. Yeah. 14. Uh, Dr. Feelgood. Gotta, Gotta be in the be, set. Yeah. Uh, 15, Kickstart My Heart, got got to be in the set. And that closes out the main set. And then their encore, Home Sweet Home. Yeah, fitting. Fitting. So majority of the stuff, obviously, off of uh, Dr. Feelgood, their biggest album. Uh, not that they played anything off of Generation Swine, but yeah. uh, they didn't even think. That, yeah, but but, but the, the thing of it is, is it, there's not, nothing changed. I, I expected more from them I for that last show. I mean, I could see, you know, all right. I get it. Well, I, bands have been doing that for years, keeping the same set. But this is right. the last, the very last show, show you're ever going to play, supposedly, um, with a band you've been playing with for 34 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, give the fans something a little more. Like, say, I like that. Just, I don't want to call it a cop out, but I mean, it was. How kinda, about how about too young to fall in love? Yeah, like how, you know something I, like Red Hot or you know. On with the show. Yeah, stick to your guns. Like, you know, Public Enemy uh, number one, yeah. Merry Go Round. Like the songs that got them started with that first record. In, in a LA. A couple of blocks away where they recorded it. Right. You know, like seriously, guys. See, now the, the more we're talking about this, the more pissed off I'm getting. Yeah. Because if I was at that show, I'd be fucking ripped. I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. But that's just me. And then they showed crowd sh- uh, shots of the crowd after, after they got off stage for Home Sweet Home. You see people in the crowd are hugging each other. That was a, and I'd be like, motherfucker. Yeah, like seriously. You know, I mean, there's so much more that could have been stuck in there. And you know, in 16 songs, 16. I mean, I don't know. I, I have to go back. I think, I think uh, Kiss plays about about that much. That seems to be like the standard now. Yeah, and it's not that long of a set. It's less than two hours. It clocks in under two hours. So I mean, and then can... there's a lot of filler. Yeah, you know? there's the there's the talking, and then there's the uh, the intro to shout the devil. There's you know they actually have counted on the set list, uh, terror in Tinseltown. 
play, oh, really? played from a tape. Yeah. Then you got the drum solo. Music. I, I can... If you take out all of that bullshit, it's like, what, an hour show? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. an hour and 15 Six, minutes. 16 songs. Four minutes a song, basically, you know. But I, I, I watched... I watched the uh, the closing on YouTube. Somebody had a good video of it. They did Home Sweet Home, and Vince is like, "Thank you, good night." And that's it. There gone. was no like, he didn't really. He didn't. No, they 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 finished the song. Says thank you, good night, and they they walked off. They 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 gave a bow, and and that was it. Wow, I thought I don't know. Like, I just thought maybe they'd come out again. You know, right. like second on like a twenty minute standing ovation or yeah, some, like something. Something. Come say you know? goodbye. Or how about or how about um. It's your last show. How about some special guests? Yeah, exactly. How about like Karabi? Freaking, well, <laughs> I brought that up to my wife, and she completely shot me down on that. <laughs> She's like, "I don't think that would ever happen." But um, you know, how, how about Sebastian Bach coming out for a song? People or from Slash the, you know, or, or Steven Tyler, yeah, who, you know, exactly. Who was, yeah. who was on Sticky one of their sweet. albums? Yeah. Anything? Yeah. Just make it an event. I'm I'm disappointed. I think they could have went out better. Yeah. Now that we've gotten that out there it's <laughs> of course now that i said that i have to i've have to go back and look at the set list because this past year was also the who's farewell tour i think mm-hmm. so <laughs> i did the same thing Pro- yeah no probably but i don't know i mean we've seen we've seen lesser bands like local bands have their final show and go all out and play yep. for three hours long. Like, yep. you know, I mean, that we remember, remember a long time ago, we went to that Spring Hill Jack's final show. Oh, uh, Toad. They yeah. wouldn't get off the stage. Yeah, it was like two in the morning. Oh, my God. Stage, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, well, you, we can yell at uh, uh, Vince Neal, who'll be in, in town in a couple weeks at yeah, uh, already. Son, but I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to that either. Nikki's already, uh, they're finishing up. Apparently, they're putting out two 6 a.m. records at the same time. And hopefully, um, Mick is going to be uh, starting to uh, jam with Karabi. Oh, that'd be so awesome. That's what I hear. Um, I hear they got a project in the works. That'd be great. You'd think, you'd think the first thing that Mick would want to do is sleep. Mm. <laughs> maybe see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 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 my Motley crew rant so before we get to the really big one um let's just let's talk about the new um rock and roll hall of fame class yes of 2016 you have the official list there uh yeah i have the important ones i don't yes Um, lay them on me so the 2016 class is cheap trick thumbs up chicago Thumbs up. Oh, side note. I heard that I heard that Peter Cetera may be re, uh for may, one song, right? Maybe uh on stage with them for twenty five to six to four. That'd be amazing. Didn't he say like he'll only do it if they play an E minor? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that. he said that. Honestly. <laughs> That's fun. I'll yeah. have to look that up. <laughs> so yes, finally. Deep purple. Finally. It's about fucking time. The riff of all riffs. Seriously. NWA, yeah, I like them, but do you think if the movie came, it didn't come out that that, that no, no no I think the movie really yeah. uh, kind of launched yeah. that. Uh, and Steve Miller is uh, the the last one. Those are um, those are the big ones. Keep on rocking me, yeah. baby. So um, all right. So we got to talk about real really quick. Um, Cheap Trick, Chicago, and Deep Purple. Solid. All of which should have been in right 15, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Whenever um, they were um, eligible. Um, I'm really excited for Cheap Trick. Um, one of the reasons is 
for you know the four of them to get together if if um if Bunny Carlos comes back and plays. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, really quick. Um, you know, my father-in-law restores drums. Mm-hmm. He's sold a drum set to Bunny Carlos that Bunny Carlos sought out on their drum forum. Really? So is this recent? Like maybe a year ago. Okay. So they've been in contact briefly. Oh. So my father-in-law sent him an email when they got inducted, uh-huh. you know, congratulating yeah, him yeah. and asking him what was going on. And from the words of the mouth of Bunny Carlos, um, I will be there. And if they want me on stage, I'll have my sticks ready. That's awesome. So he said he's not going to do a two-drummer thing with Rick Nielsen's son, who's been their drummer. He said he refuses to do that. That is exclusive rock and roll junkies. No one else knows that. I've been information. saving that. So don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> don't quote me, but it's from the horse's mouth. So that's uh, I'm most excited about that one in yeah. Deep Purple finally. And um, I mean Chicago, those guys, excellent musicians. So are is do do we know if Deep Purple's gonna play? Um. Is is Richie Blackmore gonna play? No, there okay. he already said that's it. Yeah, that's out. Yeah, okay. that's um. But I mean, he's doing that tour with mm-hmm. um, you know the like, the rock, you know the rock show that he's yeah. he's doing. So I don't know if. I mean, I'm holding out that there's small hope for it, mm-hmm. but probably not. Um, there hasn't been an official announcement if they will play. I hope they do. Yeah. Um. Chicago, or we just uh, Chicago's gonna play. Um. I don't know what they're going to do for NWA or how that would work. I know Dre. I, and I seem Cube to think have, that they 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 might play. Um, uh, yeah, Dre and Cube did something when they that um, what was it? Um, VH1 Rock Honors uh-huh. or Hip Hop Honors yeah. or whatever. Um, they came out with um, MC Ren, but mm-hmm. not DJ Yella. Okay, and they did a couple songs. So yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if because they all worked on the movie together. Yeah. Um. If maybe that that helped relationships and whatnot, and maybe they maybe they would uh they would do do something like that. I I would like to see as like that. A, as yeah. like a one off. Yeah, know? I don't think anybody's expecting them to tour. No, but uh, that would that would be cool and have somebody somebody fill in for Eze. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that um the ceremony is April eighth at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Um, Chicago will be at Mohegan Sun the next night. Oh yeah, maybe uh I don't know maybe. Peter Cetera will come by and do something Ooh. there. That's with Earth, Wind, and Fire, that show. That should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we you guys know how we feel about the Rock Hall, um, how most of it is bullshit. But um, I'm glad. I mean, this is a, this is For a good For once, class. it looks like they yeah, got it right. Is, um, they, they mostly got it right time-wise. They could have done a little better with these in, inductees. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they it's good stuff. Yes. I'm excited. So. Yeah. Yeah. So now. So now. <laughs> I don't even know how to start this one off. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you roll into this one. Well, we've been we've been discussing this for as long as we've had a podcast. I think since the very first show. Yeah. So, I'm gonna. <laughs> so the Guns N' Roses reunion, and I'm putting you can't see it, but I'm putting reunion in quotes. The Guns N' Roses reunion. And I got to tell you, when the official word came out, I don't know about you, but my friggin' Facebook and 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 uh, um, 
and text messages blew up. Yep, I, it was insane. everybody. Everybody wants my and yours exactly. opinion yeah. on, on that because exactly. we, you know we must be the two biggest fans that people know, and yep. the, so th- they all want to hear from us. <laughs> yeah, it was a busy day. So I I um I pretty much replied to nothing yeah, online because I'm like if I start now I'm just it's just it's constant comments. So I'm just yeah. not I'm I I didn't I didn't even post anything on my on my page about it. So it looks like um Axel slash and Duff will be regrouping uh and headlining uh Coachella. And uh, I think we mentioned this last year Coachella is now is two weekends mm-hmm. with the same bands playing both weekends. So it's it's April fifteenth through the seventeenth, and then again April twenty second through the twenty fourth. And Guns N' Roses will be headlining the second day of both those weekends. Um, and if I'm reading the poster correctly, it looks like Ice Cube's gonna yeah. go on right before. Yeah, that'd <laughs> which, be awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I posted up the uh, poster for the for the Coachella bands up on the Rock and Roll Junkies Facebook page. I don't know any of these bands. I uh, maybe know like four or five of them. Yeah, I bet you Chris Arapaglia knows all of them. Yeah, he's probably got all their shit downloaded. Oh my god, I'm going to Coachella. <laughs> no, he okay. hates Coachella. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too big on those huge festivals anyway. Wasn't well, like isn't Coach like we? I was talking to Chris about this. It's like a hipster douchebag festival, isn't it? It's got to be, yeah. you know. And it seems like Guns N' Roses is is, is going to be a weird. Well, they're getting paid eight million dollars to do it. Yeah, four million a night. So that's impressive. And <laughs> the other rumor, uh, we're looking at a possible twenty-five city stadium tour, and they're asking three to five million per night. Yeah. Ticket prices averaging 275 to 400 dollars See, okay, so I don't know about you, but I'm not as excited about this as I thought I would be. I'm so glad you I didn't want to be the first to say that. <laughs> I there's no way. There's 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 something very fake and manufactured about this. Maybe because we know the money involved yeah. and, and this and that. It just Total it doesn't, does not seem organic no. at all. We should just get together and watch the Tokyo Dome concerts <laughs> and just those just rock I out. still have somewhere on VHS uh, the pay-per-view from uh, Guns N' Roses Live in Paris. Paris. Lenny Kravitz Lenny opening. Kravitz, yep. yep. And, uh, and Brian May. Yep. And, uh, and Soundgarden. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep. But yeah, I'm not... I'm not excited, and I don't. I don't think if they come to town that I'm gonna drop 150 bucks on a ticket. No, um, definitely not. Um, I, I think I got my hopes up, you know, in the leading up to this, mm-hmm. thinking it was gonna be a lot different than it actually turned out to be. It's an obvious cash grab. Um, yeah. Axel doesn't give a shit about us. Um, he. I don't need, I can't honestly I can't figure out his motivation to actually do it after all of these years mm-hmm. because um as of right now we still don't know who else is going to be playing with them. Right. We the rumors are their Axel's current drummer is going to be doing it. Um That's what everybody's leaning towards. Steven Le- Adler it, it, might jam a couple yeah. songs. Everybody's kind of leaning towards it will be Axel's current incarnation yep. just with Duff and Slash. The other thing that bothers me too is there have there have been posts on all three of their Twitter and Facebook pages of like you know the poster right. None of them have actually said 
I'm doing this reunion. Right. None. There hasn't been an actual statement from the three of them. Right. And even Axel bailed on, on Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Already. Already. Yeah, so, I mean. So is. Okay. This is the. Here's conspiracy theory, Anthony, coming out. Now. I like it. Do you think that they put this all out there? Kind of uh, putting their feelers out there to see if people would be responsive and 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 uh, and excited about this. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I, yeah, I agree. You know, and and nothing nothing is booked until they measure. You know how 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 the tour would go. I mean, the tour is going to sell out no matter what. Yeah. I mean, Axel goes out by himself; he sells out. Yeah. Um, that's not the question, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, it, it feels very fake. We already know that Steven Adler is not going to be involved. No, not on any major scale. The likelihood of uh, Izzy being involved, you know, if they do, if they do the tour, I'm sure Izzy will pop in for one or two shows. But he's he, been doing that. He does that yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I don't think uh, anybody's uh, going after Matt Sorum. Nope. I think it's going to be Axel's current drummer. There is word that Dizzy Reed would probably be in it because yeah. he's been in the band all along. He's the longest member with Axel yeah. as of right now. Yeah. So, um, and like, all right, how do you, let's say this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. How do you not have a 25 city tour booked already? How are you going to do that in two months? Yeah. They have to rehearse. That means they actually have to be in the same room. Yeah, I mean, there, I just there's something not right about this. Something isn't sitting well with me about well, this. And, whole thing. and then the other thing is, so remember, like, Axel like disappeared for a bunch of months, mm-hmm. and I expected him to be like resurfaced, like all svelte now and ready to tour, and like like it, like he he was just in boot camp for six months. Yeah, and then and then they posted a picture online, it's like here's Axel, and it's like he looks yeah he looks oh he shaved yeah he's still a little frumpy. Right. Um, something's not. Something is. Go, something else is going on. I've said know? it before. I would still. I would be more excited if all if all the members of Guns N' Roses went on tour with Miles Kennedy singing. That would be amazing. I, w- I would. I think I'd be more excited for that. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a bad Guns N' Roses fan, but I'm not. I'm not feeling it. No, I think we're. We're the real Guns N' Roses fans, as we know what the fuck we know about all this bullshit. You know, yeah. all these fucking kids are gonna think this is. They're gonna be, oh my god! I saw fucking Guns you know N' what? Roses. That's gonna that is. I mean, we saw Guns. We, we saw we saw Guns N' Roses multiple times. Yes, and and so for the kids who weren't of age at that time, who maybe discovered Guns N' Roses later in life, this might be real exciting for them. Or parents who want to take their kids to yep. see. Uh, Guns and Roses, you know, like like they do for Kiss, um, but for me and you, I think it's gonna be a pass. Yeah, sad uh, and unfortunate. I'm I'm more excited that in the upcoming months I have tickets to The Cure. Yeah. at Madison Square Garden, I have tickets to Billy Joel at Maris- Madison Square Garden. I'm more psyched about those yeah, I'd be than too. I am about a Guns and Roses reunion at this point. Yeah, that means I'm old. <laughs> 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 we do have we do have a serious metal show coming up though, so we're not oh, too yes. old yet. No, 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 yeah. yes, not too, not too old yet. That that that's coming up. And actually, um, just to uh, go off on a tangent a little bit, uh, so we're going to the Lamb of God show, Lamb of God, Anthrax, uh, Deaf Heaven, Deaf Heaven, who I listened to for the first time today. Mm-hmm. That's some cool shit. Yeah, 
their songs are like 10 minutes long yeah. each. There's another band, I think, too. Uh, yes, I uh, I looked up them today, too, and they were very, uh, almost like a, like an Anthrax meets a Skeleton Witch. Okay. So they they were pretty cool. So I forgot have, I forgot their name. So we have two openers. Power Trip? Power Trip. Power Trip, yeah. Two openers, and are they- Then Anthrax, then Lamb of God. But are they both full sets from them, do you think? Or is, is Lamb of God the actual headliner? I, w- I won't know until the, the tour kicks off next week. Okay, so we'll get an idea. We're, we're, we're seeing the tour about a week and a half into it. All right, good. Um, yeah. So in that time period, we'll be able to go online and see what their set lists look like. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, I would I would guess that Anthrax would be getting at least an hour. Yeah, that's my guess. That means it's going to be they're going to start early with two openers. Probably start could at be. like six thirty. Could be. But if you look online, I, I looked today. There's still plenty yeah. of seats available. There's still seats available in the orchestra section. Really? Where we're sitting? Oh wow. Yeah. So not selling so hot, but Man. but then again, you, there might be a lot of day of sales yeah that's true. or they might do the one of those buy one get one free whatever do something to try to get i'm not gonna cry over that because the tickets were cheap enough as they yeah, were yeah surprisingly cheap i was really excited about that yes um side note to the guns and roses on the on the heels of the guns and roses everybody's asking about skid row my dream tour because um uh tony tony harnell uh the vocalist for skid row left in december Less than a year after he first joined the band, uh, so uh, Sebastian Bach has released a statement. Oh, he did! I didn't even know that. Yes, yes. Let's hear it. Um, this is from Sebastian Bach's Twitter account. It says, uh, "Only way a Skid Row reunion could happen is if we somehow tried to bury a twenty-year hatchet between us." Uh, would love the chance to do so. Hashtag sit down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, the article I read goes on to say Skid Row guitarist Dave Snake Sabo recently told the Aquarian Weekly about the possibility of a Skid Row reunion with Bach. And he said, uh, happiness to me is my spirit and my soul is more important to me than having dollars in my wallet. People may not believe that. uh, And that's okay. Anybody who knows me. Knows that's to be true. I don't think you can place a price on happiness. We've been hit repeatedly over the years with, why don't you do a reunion tour? And you know what? I understand the question, and I get it. I really do. If I were on the outside, I'd be asking the same question. But no one feels comfortable with that idea. Wow. And uh, in, 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 uh, Sebastian Bach uh, further uh, made a statement. Uh, I don't know if it was a recent statement or something they pulled from before. Because obviously... Uh, Skid Row has been playing these songs all along, uh-huh. as has Sebastian Bach. So it's not like there's a lot of rehearsal involved and getting to know each other. It's just, just, just like, you know, they could do what the police did and go out on tour and then not speak to each other off stage. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I wonder if Rob Afuso is down for that. <laughs> haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, seriously. So... Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> the Dream Tour, Guns N' Roses and uh, Skid Row. Damn, it's it could happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I know. That's gonna be rough. It's gonna ha- or it's gonna happen too late. Yeah, and then you're gonna go see Skid Row and be like, "This is disappointing." Like real quick, back on the Guns N' Roses. Yeah, thing. go like, for do it. Do you? I mean, 
what do you think? Like, I mean, like I said, they have to rehearse. They have to get together. They had to have been talking. I well, mean, from what I understand, this has been in the works for a while. From what I've been reading, too. Well, from what I understand, Duff is on good terms with Axel because he's showed up to several gigs, yep. like like Izzy uh, has. Um, and in recent years, we've heard that um, Slash has reconnected with Axel. Is that enough to sustain life on the road? Well, here's the thing. All these guys have families now, Mm -hmm. so I'm sure they're all going to have separate tour busts with their families and this and that going city to city and that their outside, their offstage interaction might be very limited. Yeah. The question is, would Axel, you know, fall back into old habits, uh, shows not starting on time, him being temperamental about the monitors. But he didn't, from what I understand, he didn't pull that shit in Vegas. No. Because they ain't going to take that shit. Will he ask for more reggae? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That is the best clip on YouTube. It is. What is it, three minutes uh, or something No, it's like like 10 hours. 10 hours of Axel asking for more (laughs) reggae. We we will post that on our our Facebook page. So, I I mean, I have a feeling that this is, something is going to happen. Something big with... It, it's gonna blow up. Something somehow. big yeah. and bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just like I, I'm just not as optimistic as I was six months ago when we were talking about it. Yeah. But and 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 now I have to. Uh, I believe the last time we recorded, uh, did I or did I not say that um, a Velvet Revolver reunion was more likely than a Guns N' Roses reunion. I think you said that a few hours before Wyland died. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, there goes that idea. I jinxed it. You bastard. You killed Wyland. I... <laughs> it's like when I, uh, when I host trivia once in a while, I'll do this round where uh, it's called Dead or Alive, where I'll name a celebrity and you just have to tell me if they're dead or alive. And more times than not, I'll do the round and within six months, Somebody on that list will die. Weren't you getting? Um, I think last time it was uh, former New York Mayor Ed Koch. Oh yeah, wasn't your phone blowing up during trivia when Lenny uh, died? Well, yeah, here's the I, thing about that. Um, I know I texted you. And you yeah, you're so I was in the middle of round one when when I just my my phone starts going off and and then Jen was on her phone too and she looks up and she's like, "Lemme died," and they were like. Well, let's make sure it's confirmed. Yeah. So once once we saw that Triple H confirmed it, um, uh, Eddie Trunk confirmed it, then we're like, this shit's real. So I at that moment, I felt like I got kicked in the chest. Yeah, me too. But here's what was worse. So after uh, I uh, I did my round of trivia, I uh, I was reading the scores and I got on the mic and I said I said I said to to my uh, trivia players, I'm like, I have some sad news to report. Uh, Lemmy has died. And you know, none of them knew who Lemmy was, except like one or two, one or two dudes. Are you serious? Yeah, I was. <sighs> I think I was more pissed off at that. <laughs> wow. Because Jen's Jen's looking up at me uh, and she's like, "Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't know who Lemmy is." I'm like, I'm like, what kind of parents did you have? Lemmy is God. I'm like, I understand some of my players are young, but. It's Lemmy. Yeah, seriously. It's Lemmy. I don't care if you like fucking Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber. You should know who Lemmy exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. That's my, uh, yeah. But yeah, I found out right in the middle of working. And uh, yeah, 
I got kicked in the chest twice that week. Once with uh, um, Lemmy, and then once uh, after I saw uh, Star Wars, <laughs> which also came out since the last time we uh, we uh, we spoke. You know what's funny too about um, when Eddie Trunk confirmed that he he had Steven Adler as a guest. Oh, when he when he broke that news. Oh, really? And I listened to it um, on his website. Mm-hmm. He actually said to Steven Adler because Steven Adler was you know talking about the reunion and yeah. now he wants to do it. Eddie actually told him, he said, Steven, don't get your hopes up. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Like, and I felt so bad when he said that. And Steven was like, oh, come on, man. You know, like maybe, you know, maybe I'll get a call. And he's like, Steven, don't get your hopes up. Right. Like, holy shit, dude. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Steven. I, I, and I have, I have two sides of the coin on this one. On the one hand, I don't think touring is the best for him health wise. True. But on the other hand, I have watched some clips, recent clips on YouTube of him drumming yeah. Guns N' Roses songs, and he's performing well. Yeah. But I can also see in the eyes of Axel Slash and uh, Duff saying, okay, well, performing well is not performing uh, to the level of a band that's demanding $3 million or whatever a show. Yeah, you got to fucking kick ass. Right. So that's where I think the uh, the uh, that comes in. And um, actually, um, I was talking about it on New Year's Eve with uh, Charlie. He mm-hmm. was saying, you know, like Stephen might also have the mentality, like, oh, it's only a twenty-five city tour. I could party a little bit. Right. You know, I won't. Some, I yeah. won't. I, maybe I'll do a little cocaine, but I won't shoot heroin. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, and then just better have Matt Sorum on call just in case. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, um, he was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was ready. Yeah, he was ready to go. And okay. and then and, uh, and uh, Matt Storm just kind of, you know, hung out with his tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. But uh, we so we will uh, we will see what happens in the upcoming weeks. So, you know, some something major might happen uh, in the two weeks before our next show, and uh, and we'll see. Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. You got to figure um, that those shows are three months away from like right now like April 8th or whatever they are that's yeah. coming up. I mean, you what, uh, the Coachella. Yeah. So those first, the first guns and roses show is what, what's the date on that? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like you said, so it'd be April 16th. Okay. So, you know, yeah. 13 weeks away. And I'm sure, I'm sure some way, somehow that's going to be web webcast simultaneously. I think Yahoo yeah. does something with Coachella also, where you can um, see all the bands. I think Palladia will stream it the next day. Okay. Uh, they'll do that too. So, but yeah, some way, somehow it'll yeah. end up online the next day. Oh, no, day. no, we'll definitely see it, yeah. but um, hopefully we'll see something with yeah. them on a stage together, which, you know, don't get me wrong. Like my favorite part of a show is, oh, I love it when the lights go out and the band comes out in mm-hmm. their intro music. Like, just think about Axel asking us if we know where the fuck <laughs> we are. Like, just <laughs> think about how you felt when you saw that, when you were when in the Illusion Tour, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, come yeah. like that. That I want to see because that'll tug he'll at my he'll be he'll drink. be screaming it uh, an octave lower, yeah. but <laughs> but he'll still be screaming it. You know where the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the jungle, bitch. So give me my sandwich. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we'll uh, you know we'll keep you posted on that obviously yeah. um, with whatever news we come across. Um. Another thing, just a side note, it just kind of came to mind. Duff and Slash are sober. Is Axel? 
I'm not a hundred percent. I want to say he is. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Well, even if he's not, I'm sure he's more disciplined uh, than he was he was back then. But I know if you know if if he partakes in anything that would be uh, um, not good for you know the family guys that Slash and Duff have become to be around. Yeah, Axel's not married, right? No, he hasn't been married since what? Stephanie Seymour? Yeah, yeah. Who knows what he does in his Malibu mansion? He's all married day. to the road. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move uh, uh moving on from Guns N' Roses because I'm sure there's going to be a lot to talk about in the upcoming months. Did you see um the band The Offspring sold their catalog to Round Hill Music for 35 million dollars? First of all, what the fuck is Round Hill Music? Well, and why did they pay that much for that? So, Round Hill Music, uh they acquired nearly the entire Offspring catalog. Yeah, because doesn't Epitaph own the first record? Yeah, the okay. purchase includes all the band's records and greatest hits album, although Epitaph will still retain ownership of the band's best-selling album Smash. Okay. But all the uh, but if 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 Roundhill Music got the greatest hits album, all the hits off exactly, of Smash yeah. are going to be on the but whatever. Um So uh Yeah, they said that they 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 actually own a lot of catalogs. They own the Bush catalog um and a few other bands, but they did not have any American punk rock in their portfolio and uh, this acquisition helps this company broaden you know the genres that they have so what does that mean i don't know did they actually say american punk rock yes they did referring to the offspring yes okay (laughs) um but what does this mean does this mean that round hill music uh then can start putting offspring music in commercials maybe that's a that's what i'm assuming it means license yeah they own the if they own the licensing and everything yep Speaking of which, uh, I recently saw a Pantera song in a car commercial. Yes, I did see that. You too. saw that? Yeah. And I was like, I, was, I was a little taken back yeah. by that. Yeah, I don't know. Who <laughs> On a owns, side note, I don't know who that. Owns that. Like maybe Vinny. I thought Vinny. Yeah, but you know, if they need cash, they need cash. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, I actually didn't find out about this uh, on a website. I found out about it when Flood posted something on. Uh, on Facebook, Flood from um, what's his record company? Asbestos. Asbestos. Asbestos yeah. Records. Um, you know, and and he says it was a good move. You know, seeing how music is going and what you can get paid for now, what you can't get paid for, for them to uh, to get thirty five million dollars from a company who's who's gonna essentially take care of their music. I might do the same thing. But do they now? Does the Offspring still have? They don't have any part of this now. Like, is that like thirty-five million, and then you're done? Well, they can still perform yeah, the songs, but, but like, I guess they don't they... own the like, they don't own the publishing. They don't or... own the master tapes or anything like that anymore. Wow, this is what I'm guessing. It, it's the article I read was a little tough to read, um, but uh, yeah, this company, uh, uh, Roundhill Music, is entering its fifth year of business and has already offloaded about a hundred million dollars in acquisition investments, totaling around. 15,000 songs with a worth of approximately $140 million. So wow. they're just, they're buying up catalogs. Yeah, wow. What they're going to do with them? Who the hell knows? But the question is, if if Offspring did not sell their catalog for $35 million, do you think that band would generate $35 million any other way by the time their careers are over? Oh. 
That's a good move, yeah, then. Yeah, good for yeah. You're when you cash that out. Way, yeah, when you get to a, you know certain age, and you know, and it's not like they can't play those songs live anymore. They're still their songs to play live. Yep. Take the money and run. Yeah. If bands aren't making money on album sales anymore, take the money and run. Yeah. So I say, I say, cool to Offspring. They don't, they don't own the magic on those tapes anymore. That's ours. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, I uh, I thought of you this week because I noticed that Rockstar got added to Netflix. Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah, I do own the DVD, but still, streaming's a mm. lot easier. It is, isn't yeah. it? Because <laughs> I'll be flipping on something, you know, and I'd be like, "There's nothing on Netflix," and Jen's like, "Why don't you pop a DVD?" And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, you gotta then get, I get it up." Oh, yeah. <laughs> it takes an hour to you know just to decide. And... Yep, yep, yep. And then, uh, did you have any more news? No, we covered the big topics. I don't. I don't have. Uh, I got one more piece of news that uh, something that we've we discuss on and off. You know, sometimes we uh, we we bridge the gap between rock and roll and uh, and movies. Okay. But uh, I'm really looking forward to Rob Zombie's 31. So am I. And we're getting closer to the release date. And so the new thing is, um, the uh, the, the 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 ratings council or mm. whatever uh, slapped it twice. With an NC-17. That's bad. NC-17. He went back, edited, still got an NC-17, re-edited it. Now it is at R. And uh, in case people were wondering exactly what that means, you don't want to get an NC-17 rating. Theater will not play your movie. Yeah, because the difference, be- uh, the difference between an NC-17 rating and an R rating is critical. NC-17 will not permit anyone under the age of 17 to see the movie despite being accompanied by an elder... And thus, most theaters will not even show films with this rating. An R rating will allow children under 17, but only if accompanied by an adult. And we know from when we were kids that you just buy a ticket to Ernest Saves Christmas and go walk into Tango and Cash. Exactly. Um, he said the, uh, the article goes on to say, uh, alterations were made to the film, which will still include strong, bloody horror violence, pervasive language, sexual content, and drug use. But I guess enough uh, cuts were made to drop the uh, NC-17 in favor uh, for an R. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Rob Zombie's new movie, 31, uh, the premise is uh, 31 sees five people kidnapped on Halloween and held hostage in a murder world where they must survive 12 hours against a gang of evil clowns by any means necessary. Nice. So I'm... With the clown factor, I'm also anticipating seeing this movie without my wife. <laughs> She's not into clowns? I don't even think she'll watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Really? Yeah. I'll go with you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so it's actually uh, uh, going to Sundance uh, later this month. Sundance is uh, at the end of January, I think. Yeah. So it's going to sh- show at Sundance, and hopefully after Sundance, we'll at least get a trailer. Because I want some. I want. I want something. And plus, we'll like, tease. well, I'm guessing we'll get a director's cut on the Blu-ray. Maybe well, we'll that's to... that's what I'm hoping because I still say after all these years that we got dicked on House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh man, I would love to see a director's cut of because that because Rob Zombie claims that that footage does not exist anymore. How? Because when House of a Thousand Corpses was coming out, I was reading like Fangoria magazine, and they showed there were scenes, you know, a pit, you know, pictures, stills from the movie in the magazine. And then when I saw the movie, none of that was in it. Mm-hmm. There was these underground zombies and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, what happened to all this? So then, you know, I, I, I heard that a lot of it ended up on the cutting room floor so he can get an R rating. 
I'm sure an R rating then, see, an R rating then is a lot different than an R rating now mm-hmm. because some of the most gory shit now is getting an R rating. Like that that Green Inferno got an R rating and all that Eli yeah. Ross stuff is an R rating. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been NC-17 at the time House of a Thousand Corpses came out. Yeah. So Rob Zombie said that most of it ended up on the cutting room floor, and years later people are saying, well, where's the director's cut? You know, where happened all that stuff? And, he, and Rob Zombie says it does not exist. So either... It does not exist for whatever stupid reason, or he thinks he's come far enough as a director. He doesn't want to go back, and 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 he he might think that that's crap. You know, he might say that was that was that was not my best work. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's move on to the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Could be either way. Yeah, but I'm sure nowadays with the Blu-ray and every and everything else, the you know, you know, you release a movie. And then six months later, you release the special edition mm-hmm. um, that we'll see. We'll see the the uncut version. Uh, but he's also uh, Rob Zombie at the same time is also uh, finishing up his new album, which uh, should be coming out later this year. I do have a title of the album. Yep. Did you see a the long, title? Yeah. <laughs> the Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I yep. love that guy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, some good stuff coming out uh, from uh, Rob Zombie. Hopefully it'll be better than Lords of Salem. Yeah, I was uh, a little disappointed in that one, but still bought the Blu-ray. I don't know yet. I, I'm, I'm curious to know if uh, he cast his wife uh, as a good guy or a bad guy. And, uh, uh, yeah. Does she work for the clowns or is she one of the kid now? She probably works for the clowns. Yeah, probably. That guy from Lords of Salem is in it too. The um, the guy that looks like Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of his regulars in. Yeah. I'm sure Sid Hag is in there yeah, somewhere I too. So. I think uh, some of the guys from uh, Devil's Rejects are in it. I'm sure Bill Mosley might have a pop, pop in. Oh, yeah, pop in. So, you know, he likes to use the same people, kind of like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't we did not have a uh, we did not have a top five this week. No, because uh, we uh, we we skipped the week with Christmas. We just did the uh, your top five Christmas songs uh, last show. I don't I don't think I want to record a, a show by myself again. I was so. uh, <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. I uh... listened to it though. It sounded good. <laughs> Thank you. But we do have a top five list. Um, another morbid list because we like uh, morbid lists. So for next show, we'd like you to send us your top five musicians that died too soon. Now, you could say everybody dies too soon. True. But what we're looking for is is the musicians that you think died before they got a chance to complete everything they set out to do. For example, I would not put Lemmy on my list because no. I feel that Lemmy rocked hard till the end. He accomplished what he needed to accomplish. And uh, nobody could uh, you know, um, say that they needed any more out of him. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you always hear somebody talk about Kurt Cobain, how much more could he have done, and this and that as an artist, or Jimi Hendrix, or that kind of thing. Mm. So we're looking for um, the top five musicians who have died that you feel had more to offer this world. Yeah. Should be fun. Should be fun. There's a few that come to mind. You yeah. know, like an Amy Winehouse or a... Uh, uh, I've, I've, I've certain opinions about uh, Jimi Hendrix, which I think I've given you before. You know, who knows? Jimi Hendrix could have ended up like uh, the dude from Sly and the Family Stone living in a van. Exactly, yeah. You never know. But, uh, you know, we're hopeful. But at least, you know, John Lennon, 
I'm sure yeah. he had a lot more to do. That kind of thing. So that'd be the top five list uh, for uh, two weeks from now. And as always, you know, send us anything. Yeah. Just just send us a happy note. <laughs> <laughs> anything like that. A good morning, guys. Good. Hey, yeah. hey, guys. Hey, like your, like the show. How's your day going? Keep up the good work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm going to leave you uh, guys uh, with a uh, with a song I'm very excited about. Uh, got the new Kill Switch Engage. Yes. Uh, they've only released a single. The new CD is expected to drop sometime this spring via Roadrunner Records. I don't have a title for it yet, but they did release one song. It's called uh, Strength of Mind. Anything you got to promote, Al? Um, Buy uh, tickets to uh, uh, Lamb of God. Come hang with us. Yeah, um, if you're in the New Haven area um, this weekend, Venom's coming through. Oh, yeah, Venom Inc. Um, yeah, vote with two, Night Bitch. two out of three of Venom or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, next, or two weeks, we have um, Leslie Sanders from Pretty Boy Floyd coming through town. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be at that show. Um, I'm excited because the owner of the venue asked if he could put my name on it because it's my birthday weekend. Awesome. So it's my first show, I guess, that with my name on it. Al Rose <laughs> yeah, presents. Yeah, so I don't know. I haven't really done much to present it except post it on Facebook. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, come on down. It's my birthday weekend. We're gonna have a couple beers, talk rock and roll all night. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's gonna be. A, it's a Thursday night, but whatever. Hey, whatever. Yeah. it's a Thursday night. Yeah. Once you get to be a certain age, every night is potentially a weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you like to drink. When you don't have to go to school. Exactly. Right. So, so yeah, that's about it. Um, just come on down uh, and have a good time. Cool. Awesome. And send us those emails with your top five, and we leave you with Kill Switch Engage, Strength of Mind. <laughs>